to the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. I'm Andy Hughes. I'm here with Alex Hudson. Hot and sweaty. Three words that describe a condition that could be easily solved by Solero shots. It is the hottest day of the year. So far. Tomorrow, even hotter? Probably. It must be 100 degrees outside. I've sweat so much, my clothes have mixed with my sweat, and I'm now just wearing a liquid costume. The thing is, I know none of our listeners live anywhere near as hot as this, especially our Brazilian listener. <laughs> what, you say we're currently experiencing the hottest thing anyone ever experienced? You give up now, rest of the world, we won this one. <laughs> Summer is ours! <laughs> Cheers! You're idiots if you didn't come here right now. Mine's a Solero shot. Just one. Just one shot. There's too many. We were just saying before we started recording, like this is the time of year you want Solero shots back. Ah, oh, in and around my mouth. I've just had a nice feast. Yes, the the chocolate bar wrapped inside mm. ice cream. Yeah. Which is now no longer a chocolate bar, it's a chocolate nub. Mm. And you just had a fab? I had a fab because I'm we're, six. We are, we are living like kings. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Father's Day podcast. Yes. So it is it around the world? Father's yeah, day? Is it the one, same day? Yeah, I think yeah. Mother's Day they do two different ones because mm. America have to have things their own way. But like Father's Day is pretty much the same, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like, it's I've definitely seen, in America. I've seen Americans saying Happy Father's Day today, mm. um, and obviously we've been said Happy Father's Day to sure we have the men of our lives. Um, so we thought today we would my boyfriend, <laughs> my child. <laughs> Before today we would discuss what, like, how, how did you put this to me? Let me get movie this right. people who would make good dads. Okay, so people in movies. Well, they could be dads in the movies, but they don't have to be. They could just be movie people. They could characters. just be movie people who would make excellent dads because of their particular set of skills. Eh, Liam? Mm-hmm. Terrible dad. Oh yeah, never have The Liam. worst dad! What is it, Brian from Taken? Is Br- your dad? Brian. Because what a terrible name for a terrible dad. It's a proper dad name. It is a proper it's dad a proper name. Dad but at the same time, it's also a proper dad thing but to do to he's fuck everything up as much as he expect does. Expect to be taken on like a weekly basis. And even if he's your husband, expect you expect you to be taken. If he's your husband, expect to be dead. Mm. I think that's what happens in number three. Never watched it, but Sam K. Jensen, I think, dies. Okay. Spoiler alert, potentially. He's in the trailer, I think. What? That's, that's what makes me think this has happened. It's early doors. Yeah, I think she dies, and then he goes on a run. And, and it's then all about Maggie like, Grace's... And then, like, Forrest Whitaker's in it or something. Just like, hey, I know you probably didn't do this, but at the same time, I'm going to have to take you Oh, in. he's... Right. Oh, and so he's, he's like, I didn't do it. Taken and he's like, the takening. And then it becomes the fugitive. <laughs> he's like, I didn't kill my wife. Or a bit like iRobot, where it's like, I did not murder him, but less Alan Tudyk and more <laughs> Liam, Neeson. Liam Neeson. You can't rhyme Alan Tudyk with Liam Neeson. You can't rhyme Alan Tudyk with most things. If there's a life lesson that we've been trying to impart over the course of these 85 episodes, it's you can't rhyme much with Alan Tudyk. And not enough people saw Desivia Stone for it to be a continuous reference. <laughs> yeah, and Solero Shots really should be making a comeback around now. She, so yeah, it's start, movie yeah. characters who would become good dads. Do you want to start this off? Let like, me start These are movie off. characters you would want to be your dad, basically. Yeah. yeah. Thing is, right, here's I'm going to start off with an absolute barnstormer. Okay. Yeah, prepare, to, prepare to be motivated beyond belief. Because this is what you want from a dad. You want a guiding hand. You want someone who's going to encourage you to be the very best you can be. Mm-hmm. You want Terence Fletcher from Whiplash. <laughs> what, as in like... As in J.K. Simmons, yeah. 
pushing you to fulfill your potential, even if it nearly kills you slash him. I want that kind of motivation in my life. Imagine, like, you're there, like, doing your homework, and you show it to your dad, and you're like, did I get it right, dad? And he's like, it's bullshit! (laughs) (laughs) Throws it against the wall, throws a chair at your head, and then just be like, do you happen to know why I might have just thrown a chair at your head? Like, because I was dragging my feet when I did my homework? It's like, yes, I mean... NSPCC would have to get involved at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Am I rushing or dragging? Uh, Well, you're also beating your own child, so, you know. But other than the abuse side of it, I want the the man saying, hey, look, you were were good, but, you know, I always knew that there was more about you and the the two most harmful words in the English language are good job. God knows no one ever told me good job when I did my homework. Because I barely ever did it. Legend. Legend. He wouldn't tell you a good job. Because he doesn't want you to believe that good is good enough. Exactly. And that's why I want Terence Fletcher as my dad. Absolutely the best movie dad ever. Totes forever. Okay, I don't think you would enjoy your childhood though. Doesn't matter. (laughs) That's not what it's about. It's not about me enjoying my childhood. It's about me being the best I can be. What do you think you would have become if he was your dad? Where do you think you would be today? A world-class whatever it is I would be. (laughs) Because he would push me that far. Hold on. I wouldn't be happy, but I'd be there. (laughs) I'd be successful. Would you say we would still be sat here today? No. Recording this? We'd be sat in front of a thousand people in the audience. I wouldn't be allowed to be your friend. We know that much. No, you would. He'd be like, why are you hanging around that he'd be like, stream? He'd be like, he'd be like, fuck off. He'd be like, it's always good to hang around pieces of shit compared to you, just to, just to make sure you know where you are. <laughs> Need to know how you ever half live. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, know your place in the food chain oh, and no. know that this Punch guy back, is worse just than Just in like, Ella. <laughs> You're my Igor. Perfect. I, I think we would be in front of, tell you what, on this hot summer's day, we would be, yeah. actually be experiencing a still quite hot summer's day no, Winter's Day in Australia. Well, you think Specifically, you're going to take us to Australia? Sydney Opera House. We're performing in the Sydney Opera House, the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. What? Live podcast. Live podding. <laughs> in front of an impact Sydney Opera House. Fucking 30,000 people. I don't know how many people the Opera House sees. No, that's that's, too that's many the people. thing. The only reason we're not doing it. We've been playing Woodstock. <laughs> they bring back Woodstock the just for us. The only reason we're not doing it is because. We weren't pushed enough as kids. That's yeah. like, we're still in the same situation. Yeah. But we'd be doing it better. Well, production quality is probably similar. <laughs> so, you know, we probably wouldn't buy a better mic. We'd just be better at podcasting. He would teach us how to use the mic better. Well, he'd just say, you need to stop mentioning Solero shots. You aren't <laughs> sponsored by them because they don't exist anymore. You can't be sponsored by a defunct product. I've looked into it. You can't. Genuine query. Uh, so, yeah. Terence Fletcher's my first pick. I think he would he would benefit me in multiple ways. Interesting choice. He would he would probably be a hindrance to me, but at the same time, what a great motivator. And ultimately, dads need to be able to motivate their kids. Yeah. Thanks, dads. <laughs> Andy, who's your first? Okay, my first. I'll be honest, the way I thought about this is I thought of like when I thought of them, I thought of one thing they could do which would make them a good dad. And right. I didn't think of anything else past that. Point. Yeah, but if you combine all three of them together, they'll make the best dad. Maybe. 
My first one is Cobb from Inception. That's pretty good dad. Mainly because... Because he can if, spin a top real good. If you start having night terrors... Yeah. He can go into your head and solve the night terrors. Yeah, I guess. And but, he can go in your dreams. Well, yeah, but also the guy from Insidious can do that. So what's going on there? <laughs> like, also, I noticed you didn't choose Patrick Wilson from the, the from amount, Insidious one. The amount of effort he goes through to try and get back to his children. Mm. He doesn't even care if he's back to his real children, does he? Who? Cobb, because he was just happy to be there with him, because at the end, this top keeps spinning. Yeah, but the dad in Insidious faces off against a monster that looks like Darth Maul. Okay, new plan. (laughs) The dad from Insidious. My first choice is the dad from Insidious. Yeah! (laughs) My plan worked. Your little silent round of applause. My plan worked. Okay, so the dad from Insidious (laughs) is your perfect dad, because he ends up possessed at the end of the film. Spoiler alert. But. And I think kills the medium. Yeah, but right. he's willing to go face off against stupid Darth Maul to go. Oh, and what's stop the world called in the Nether Zone? In no wait, the Nether Zone like, sounds the thing like is, an area. My, of... my real dad has never been into like the Nether World or whatever it is, or into a dream sequence. If he's Cobb, yeah, like he's never done that. For I me. mean, I'll let you have Cobb if you want, but I would have definitely gone with the dad <laughs> from Insidious if I was going with the Night like, Terrors room. If I was, if I was having, because we've seen him practically deal with Night Terrors. If I was having bad dreams as yeah. a kid, um, my dad never went into my dreams. Yeah, like never, never, ever. Really, I, I spoke dad to him. Isn't Freddy Krueger. Perfect <laughs> <laughs> dad number one, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> He's always around when I need him most. Wait, hang sleep. on, no. Because he can't come out of your dreams. He's an absentee father. Yeah, but he's... No, no. Because he's great, because while you're asleep... There is a film in the um, Nightmare on Elm Street series where he is a dad, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, like... You. So, in the day, I deal... Like, my mum helps me deal with shit. And at night, no one... Or, like, no, at night, you go into your dreams and Freddy Krueger's there, yeah. like, what's up, well, son? No, at night, you have... You overthink things before you go to bed. Yes, and you yes. think about it, then you're like, oh God, why did I say that in front of, of Jessica Simmons, the 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 girl I fancy at school? Right. And then like Freddie's like, let's replay the situation. He can do it. He can go, let's replay it and see how we can deal with this better next time. And you're like, thanks, right. Dad, Freddie. You're the best. And I wake up and I'm like, I still feel restless because I've not slept all week. But at least terrified by those knife fingers he has. Because my weekend dad is actually my night dad. <laughs> okay, so who are we choosing as your first option? Is um, it Freddy Krueger? Is it the dad from Insidious, or is it Cobb? First one is bit of all of them. Bit of all three. Just anyone dream related. Cobb is Cobb can also go on um, jaunty adventures with you as you get older. But I think it's so can Freddy, and also. If you call multiple murders jaunty well, adventures, the thing is, I was thinking, yeah. oh, while you're asleep, when you're older, you and him can like, go into people's dreams and stuff and have adventures. But actually, Freddy's doing that from the start. Yeah, he has. If that I have power. night terrors, Freddy can deal with them. He'd slash a person up in my dreams. Yeah. to stop them from scaring me. Freddy actually is probably the best of them all. Uh, well, I think "best" is a, a word that could be used to <laughs> describe go a number for, of things. I'm going to go for night dad, Freddy Krueger. Okay, cool, cool. He's okay. not the person I had in mind to start off with, but actually, proves he's the person to... you're happy with now. He'd kill the other two just to be my dad. Don't think that's necessarily a good. Well, it's kind of a good side, but also what I think you have to understand that he ha- may have nefarious purposes behind why he wants to be your dad. It's going to be a weird conversation with my mom at the start, like. Sure, as a it kid, is. it's like, oh, I'm like, why is dad never home? She's like, well, I've got something to tell you about your dad. And then all of a sudden, in your dreams, it's like, Shh. 
I'm here. Yes. As he drags you through your bed and you're like, ah! All right. Second choice for me. <laughs> now that you've laid down the Freddy Krueger card, I feel like I'm going to top it. Again, you got to think, what do you want a dad to be able to do? Teach you life skills. Mm. Life skills like scavenging. Yeah. Life skills like surviving post-apocalyptic landscapes. Okay. That's right. Man from the road is my new dad. <laughs> Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen. Mainly so that my dad is Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> I've I'll never seen the road, so you're going okay, to have to put me through this. Across the, essentially, he teaches his son, and you know, he and his son go on not adventures. They 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 live in a post-apocalyptic landscape. They have to learn to survive in that. So you're you're taught bushcraft. You're taught you're taught how to scavenge for food. You're taught how to survive gangs of horrible people. <laughs> These are skills that were sadly lacking for me when I went to primary school, and as a result, I got bullied a lot. If I'd have known how to make a bivouac <laughs> and open a can with a knife, yeah. I feel like I would have been much better equipped to deal with year six. <laughs> so for that reason, I think you, you've got to think of a survivalist. You've yeah, got yeah, to think of someone sense. like that. So, you know, you can have someone like, you know, lone survivor or you could have uh, behind enemy lines, I guess. Owen Wilson. <laughs> <That's a sniper. laughs> yes. I'm thinking of a different... You're thinking of enemy at the gates. <laughs> Those two films, I always mix up. Very different films. <laughs> Just your, your dad's a sniper. It's like, I'm not being bullied. No, your dad why? is Owen Wilson. Why are you not being bullied? Because he's just shot a few kids. So, yeah, I would love I would love it to be the man from the road. I mean, he's credited as man. That's, yeah. that's as much information as you can... Would and it be weird not ever knowing your dad's name? I'd just be like, da- Daddy... I'd call him Pops. Yeah? Yeah, I'd call but, him Daddy Pops. But I know my dad's name. Yeah. But wouldn't it be weird not knowing your... Yeah, well, me and my dad killed your dad, so what's no. up? <laughs> we both reached for the same can of dog meat. <laughs> well, the thing is, currently my only dad is Freddy Krueger, so I think my dad wins. Uh, in the real world? Like, not so sure about that, mate. Talk man, about the dreams. If man ever falls asleep. I think dreams are outlawed in post-apocalyptic <laughs> futures, so don't worry about that, my friend. Uh, yeah, so it would be it would be. No, it's, good. As, it's a good idea. A a, sort a dad of, and you combine that with the idea that my first dad is who? <laughs> Forgotten already. The guy from Whiplash. The guy from, so I'm motivated to scavenge. <laughs> <laughs> the the best qualities of Terence Fletcher combine with the man from the road and combine to create a man who scavenges very well. And pushes you to scavenge very well. Otherwise, you'll throw drumsticks at your head. So, per- per- perfect combination <laughs> yeah. of the two. You need that threat of violence from one of your dads. And yep. that threat of kindness from your other dad. Good idea. You're a smart man. After Earth is my third pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, he's basically an alternate... Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, that was the that, f- that fab just that came fab back repeated on me. Uh, he's the alternate version of the man from the road, but it's the worst version because obviously you know he's so terrible at his son's acting. That's right, I blame his son's acting on him. That, that 
The things can smell fear. They're so stupid. <laughs> it's such a stupid setup. Anyway, I'm not going to get bogged down in that. Andy, who's your second pick? My second pick, right. So my thought process was, if I had a dad, I'd want a dad who really wants me. Yeah. Like, I don't want a dad who feels begrudgingly towards having a son. Yeah. Like, I don't want a, a stay away dad or a resentful dad. I want a dad who really, really wants me. So I went for Wally Mars. Name doesn't ring a bell. From Veronica Mars? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wally Mars is the character played by Jason Bateman in The Switch. A man who is so committed to having a child, he will switch out the sperm that's supposed to go to Jennifer Aniston with his own. Now, is, is let's a dad, talk about this for a second. a dad who really wants you, so will never let me down. That is a creepy film. We haven't oh, talked yeah. about this the, recently, slash ever. The premise is madness. <laughs> like, the switch is probably one of the least sensical sort of plans like, ever. So Jason and also, the Jennifer most Aniston. morally corrupt. Yeah, because he fancies Jennifer Aniston and she has this party where, like, insemination party or something. Yes. And he drops the sperm. I mean, he's drunk when he does it, but... I think he was planning to do it, wasn't he? Like, switching out his sperm. He had the idea but didn't want to do it because he thought it was immoral. But then immoral. he drops it and then he goes, oh, shit, And then I he has to replace this. it with sperm and it's his sperm. Yeah. And, and then by the end... Yeah, and by the end, they both realise, hey, this is your kid, and then it's all happily ever after. Yeah. It's very weird. (laughs) Very weird. That man does not want that kid. No, he does want that kid. Exactly. And I don't want a dad who who hates me. Sure. Therefore, although every time he sees me, it might remind him of that horrible mistake he made, Mm -hmm. where instead of trying to just woo this woman, he instead put his own sperm inside of her. Surreptitiously as well. Yeah. Without um, her consent. But my godfather would be Jeff Goldblum. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. So I can see why you actually chose this one. And my mother is Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And you're the most sort of morally corrupt baby of all time. Oh yeah, my parents would hate each other for a bit. That would be... Forever! Surely! Yeah, because there would always be that thing, wouldn't there? Like, no matter how much you forgive each other, there's always that thing of you still... I don't think she forgives him at all. Like, in the film we see it, but I think in real life, no way. No way. Like. <laughs> I take him to court. I just, I just bought through my furnace, by the way. Is it good? <laughs> it just made me laugh. Okay. Uh, yeah, but they, yeah, you see it in the film, but there would always be that thing of, I don't trust you now because you are willing to sneak a baby in me. Okay. I maybe made, maybe made a mistake. Like, I feel the love would be there. Sure it would. But also, the weird sort of uh, socially... Tension. There'd be tension in the yeah. household at all times. But it does mean that every time they fall out, they might want to reconcile, so I get to go spend time at Uncle Jeff's. Oh, right. So you're, <laughs> you're basically in it for the visitation, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're there like, I hope your Uncle Jeff becomes my legal guardian when these two are declared like, unfit I could have just, just chose Jeff Goldblum in any capacity, but at the yeah. same time, this is more fun because... Then I also get to see the car crash that is my parents' marriage. But also, well, I mean, you could have chosen Lost World, in which you get to go and actually see dinosaurs. Yeah, but I'd probably be eaten. Yeah, but I'm not... That terrifies At, me. at the moment, you're basically the child stuck in this horrifying <laughs> game of Piggy in the middle. Like, who wrote the Switch? I imagine someone who has a very I'm weird fantasy. A... Are you just going to go, if it's a man, then that man has clearly done this thing. <laughs> 
I'm a, it's based on a short story. Do you want to have a guess what the short story is called? Uh, how I ruined my no, it's life. one word. Shit. And it <laughs> sums up what this film is about. Babies. Baster. I think I knew that actually. Right. Yeah. Alan Loeb. Okay. Wrote this. He also wrote a collateral beauty, of course. Mm-hmm. The space between us. Uh-huh. Something called So Undercover, which is a Miley Cyrus vehicle. Of course it is. Here comes the boom. Oh, Rock right. of Ages. Oh. Just go with it. He's had a long... The Dilemma, starting, starring, starring Kevin James and Vince Vaughn. Yeah. The Switch. Yeah. He wrote Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. That's pretty good. He wrote... Big credit to have on your resume. That's about it. Okay. Oh, he also wrote 21 as well. The one about the card counting. Oh, yeah. Does it start Kevin Spacey? Is it that one? Yeah, it is. Cool. Like, there, there are some fucking howlers in that list. There are some howlers in that list. Uh, okay, so you, <laughs> your second one is Jason Bateman from The Switch. Yes. But mainly for Jeff Goldblum visitation rights. Fine. Now, I've gone with a three-in-one scenario here. Okay. As my final pick. What's better than doubling down on dads when you can triple down on dads? That's right. Stellan Skarsgård, Colin Firth, <laughs> and Pierce Brosnan from Mamma Mia. <laughs> we don't know which one of them's the dad, so technically they're all the dad. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Here's what you get from Stellan Skarsgård. You get oh, the... Don't we find out one of them's the dad, though? Yeah, but come on, man. Give me this one. Okay, I'll let you have it. Right. Stellan guard. you get that Scandinavian edge. You get that real nice Scandi vibe. You get that hugger thing, you know? You're aware of hugger? As in, like, hugging people? Hugger is a concept of comfort, apparently. It's very popular amongst Waitrose shoppers. Did, did you read this on the door above the entrance of IKEA? Hooger, I believe it's pronounced. It Hooger. says Hooger. We like nice things. It's it's spelled like H, maybe H Y G G E. I think. And Hooger. does the E have like a little thing? There's umlauts. There's umlauts so everywhere. Many umlauts. At least you'll learn what. Umlaut there's umlauts up at the top. There's umlauts at the bottom. There's probably umlauts in the middle. Some of the letters are just made out of umlauts spelling out the letter. In the in the G. In the two G's, yeah. there's an umlaut in the middle of each of those, makes it look like eyes. Weird. <laughs> anyway, so you get that, you get the sort of comforting Scandinavian vibe, but also the Scandinavian noir thriller vibe, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like having culture as part of me, right? Yeah. So I want to spread my wings, as it were. I want to draw from wide varieties of, of cultural diaspora. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Use it, I see you're already using words. Second one. <laughs> Colin Firth, what's better than a bumbling posho? Nothing if you ask me, a bumbling posho. <laughs> Third, basically I'm only in it for the for the Brosnan. Who isn't? SOS in Mamma Mia. You're just to sing that as a lullaby each night. Good God, what a day that would be. Yes, absolutely every night for the rest of my childrenhood. Childrenhood, that's right. <laughs> my absolute childrenhood. Yeah. Like you meet Why a girl, not? you settle down, you're like, sorry, look, I can't go to bed until I hear my dad sing SOS. And I just, <laughs> and just, I play, just play a tape of... Well, it's happening, it seems so hard to find. 
It is <laughs> probably the finest vocal performance <laughs> since Olivier did Hamlet. I mean... I forgot how amazing it is. It's so nuanced. There's so much growl in it. There's so, so much... Are you picking a dad face So much pain he in can... it. Fuck it, I'll, I'll sell the other two down the river. I don't want the hugger vibe and I don't want the bumbling posho. I want rough and ready Pierce Brosnan singing me a lullaby every night and I want that lullaby to be... When you near it, darling, can you hear me? How so When you go. If you haven't seen Mamma Mia, <laughs> stop this podcast right now. YouTube, SOS, Mamma Mia, and let the sparks fly. So electric is he in that role? Also, YouTube, SOS from. He was saying uh, Portishead. Portishead. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Well, you're uh, there. Have a double SOS. If you buy it, the funds do go to the Joe Cox Memorial Foundation. I still buy it then. So buy it instead of going to go to YouTube as you go to Amazon.com. Is that a website? Yes, yeah, of that course. That is a website, yeah. Do they still sell music on there? Napster.com. Go to <laughs> Napster. LimeWire. LimeWire. Go to LimeWire. Lime Download it. You don't pay any money, but Download you also get a lot of Zoom. free viruses. Yeah, uh, and, and then you would get so many viruses. Like, why do people use LimeWire? I don't know. It's dangerous. I don't know. Well, why do people ever use Napster is the real question. Go to Google Play Music. Google Play Music. Not iTunes iStore. No, never that. I'm just giving people the instructions on how to download music now. This has become a... Go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to this podcast. And then also search for Portishead's SOS. If it's still there, yeah. then I believe the funds do go to a very worthwhile It's course. really good. Okay. And then Google... Pierce Brosnan, Mamma Mia, SOS. It is... Oh, as good as Portishead's version is, version is, this takes the biscuit. Okay. And every other biscuit that's ever been invented. Pink wafers, takes them. <laughs> Bourbons, takes them. Those Molten the milk. Only, those are the only two biscuits. Nice biscuits, takes them. Easy. Molten milk, takes them. Oreos. Are they nice or nice biscuits? Well, they are nice. They're, uh, are they from Nice? Because I always thought they were just there because they're nice. Like, uh, they're supposed to go in. All right. These are nice. We like to do we like to do the thing where we involve the fans at every uh, episode. This episode's question is: Is it nice or nice biscuits in those multi-pack variety um, boxes of biscuits? Yeah. Because it does say on them nice, but actually there's no accent over the e, is there? Cost more to print one. Cost more. I don't think they. They had to change their prints. That's the problem. Which is exactly the problem that old Monaco had with Prince uh, Rainier. I don't know. I've been working on a political stand-up. It's not very funny. <laughs> Change their prince. Get it? No. Because no. you said prince, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I said but, Prince uh, Rainier. You might be referencing an event I'm not aware of. No, because that didn't happen. Is what the, the, the problem is the thing I said didn't happen. <laughs> So you're doing, polit- you're doing political comedy about that I've invented, events, yeah, events that yeah, don't yeah. exist. Fine, because um, you know what happened to old... Uh, name a prince, prince who is no longer a prince. Prince because he's dead. Come on, man. And also he's the artist formerly known as. Ah, he had to change his prince. Yeah. Twice, because he was then known as Prince again. <laughs> 
This is too much. Performing live at the Edinburgh Festival with his <laughs> with his new one man show. Is it Prince or Prince? Oh no, wait. Is it Nice or Nice? Nice or Nice? Nice or Nice? Uh, okay, so my third choice is. Oh, Pierce Bro- I, but I will, I will definitely just take Pierce Brosnan if you push me to choose one. It's definitely nah, Pierce Brosnan singing me my bedtime stories, which is always the same story. Andy, who is your third and final pick? Well, I was going to go. You for, seem very excited. I was going to go this. for James McAvoy and split because then you could have twenty-seven dads. But then I was like, no, I, I see all the downsides already to that, and I don't want to deal with yeah. that. So my final one. So once again. One thing that I really want from this dad is um, I'm a bit of a nerd, right? And at school I'll be bullied, yeah. And I want to I want to make sure that I don't get bullied at school. Sure you do. So my first dad is Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> Drillbit Taylor, a name that hasn't been mentioned since 2007. <laughs> you reminded me of it when you said Owen Wilson earlier. Yeah. Whose whose literal only role is to help kids stop getting bullied. Yeah. So imagine Is my... he a stuntman or like a, something like that, but... a bodyguard or something that they hire to protect them from school bullies? So my dad. But you get it for free because he's your dad. Yeah, and he'd, he'd protect me. Yeah, it could be his day job. Yeah. Nice. I, my dad. So your dad's earning a crust off you. No, because I'd, I'd then basically people to see how cool I am. They'd pay for him. Yeah. Right, okay, fine. So his services are paid for by the other kids who are getting bullied. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. And this is a pretty good idea, man. Exactly. This is the only time anyone has ever said that Drillbit Taylor was a good idea. <laughs> but Drillbit Taylor is a good idea in this case. So yeah, Dad who'll protect me. Yeah. So I've got Drill Dad Taylor. I've got one dad That doesn't work as a pun. <laughs> so I've got one dad who'll help Dad Bit Taylor. <laughs> I've got one dad yeah. who could help me with the emotional trauma I go through during my night sleep. Sure. I've got one dad who I, who has a good friend that I can go spend time with, but also would really want me around. Because yes, he, so a compassionate dad, um, an emotionally supportive dad, and a dad who helped me with the rough and tumble of life. I've got three dads who really get me through. Whereas I've got a dad who causes me emotional discomfort <laughs> and pain. I've got a dad who sort of allows me to function as a member of society in a post-apocalyptic landscape. So that's probably useful. I think I've got a, I've got. I think I've, I just realised that you said to me before this you had one dad. Yeah, we've, and we both had the same dad. And I went, okay, you take it. I decided not to <laughs> take John Wick. Like, <laughs> John Wick, the perfect dad. No, because he's not. Because Drillbert Taylor's clearly the perfect yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. I've just realised it would have it would have been John Wick because you know if somebody comes and kills you in the middle mm. of the night, he's going to avenge you. Yeah, and also he's. But that means you're dead. At that point. But also, he seems like a really nice guy, like, to the dog and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, yeah. if you were there, he'd really look after you. But unfortunately, John Wick has been usurped by Drillbit Taylor. His one true nemesis. <laughs> oh, please say John Wick 3 is him versus Owen Wilson. <laughs> and like, that is... I genuinely think it would replace my actual dad with Owen Wilson as Drillbit Taylor. Like, he can never break character. <laughs> you address him as Drillbit. <laughs> Okay, that's our list, guys. <laughs> Mom, you're married to this man now. <laughs> who would who would you choose as your ultimate movie dad? <laughs> would it be John Wick, the assassin? Would it be Robert Taylor, the punchline to many jokes? Or would it <laughs> nice be Terence Fletcher, the man who throws symbols at people's heads? 
contact us on Facebook or on Twitter to tell us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. We're on Twitter at Dinosaur Man 15. If you'd like to get in touch with us on Facebook... No, I've done that. Yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, Buzzsprout. You can rate, recommend, subscribe, review. Give us a five-starer. They're nice. Six, if you can. Just draw the six next to it on your laptop screen. <laughs> Ruin the laptop screens. Legend. Um, share with your friends. Tell them about this. Do you have a dad? If you don't, I'm very sorry. I can relate. Uh, do you not have a dad? Wait, no. Good things come in dad packages. Dad. Dad on arrival. Thank you for joining us for the theme song. This time, Dad sang it. Oh, it was SOS by Beast Brosnan. Andy, thanks for thanks for being here oh, and hosting. My, my, my feast just repeated on me. Oh, dear. Feast <laughs> is coming up. Thank you, Alex. <sighs> Until next time. I don't think we'd get through that one, but we did. Wee! Oh, we dad. Ah, oh, shit. Balls. God. Right. Restart the whole podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. <laughs> oh.